How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts podcast here on Spotify. And I'm sorry if you can hear the dishwasher in the background. We are literally recording in my, like, kitchen, so... I didn't feel like sitting outside today. It's like a hundred and something degrees outside. I've got my coffee. It's a beautiful morning. Everybody's hanging out. I played a couple of rounds of Call of Duty today. Like, just absolutely vibing at the moment. Although, I wanted to talk about something today that's been driving me crazy. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Because I read this news story where I guess the the feds busted this guy who was transporting a deposit, like a bank deposit, like cash deposit for a dispensary, an armored truck, right? And this guy in the armored truck got stopped by highway patrol officers who were looking for his truck. And then a bunch of dudes rolled up in a black SUV. And I saw the dudes like the, his, like his like dash cam video because he was telling the guy, he's like, why am I being stopped? I'm just doing my job. I'm taking a cash deposit. They basically told him he was transporting drug money. Yes, you heard that right. Drug money. Because cannabis is technically not federally legal yet. And this is where this is where you get the big struggle between like state versus federal law. State law is supposed to trump federal law all the time. But because freeways and things like that are maintained by the feds, it's considered federal property even if you're within the state of california if you get pulled over somewhere or stop somewhere under like harsh federal jurisdiction it happens and the guy realizes when he went back and reviews it reviews his footage i just read this i read i read the dude's blog post that he made about it because he said this is what i do it was on reddit and to sum up the story essentially he went back and reviewed his log footage and said when he was at the place picking up the money, there was two police cruisers across the road from him. And then once he left the place, which is a shop out here locally and gets on the I-10 freeway, he gets stopped about 20 minutes down the freeway, gets stopped, has a big black van pull up on him. All these cops are getting out. Everybody's yelling at him like, get out of the car. We're seizing this. This is federal federal funds, this is federal money, you can't be handling this, this is drug money, like, and he explains he's just doing a job, that this place is a business that is allowed to operate within the state of California, and that all he does is handle the cash transaction deposits, which a lot of dispensaries, most dispensaries, are cash only, there's very few that I've been to that take card and I don't know. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think there's only one place I've been to where they accepted cards, but they still didn't take credit card. It had to be a debit card. And I was thinking about it, and I'm like, can you imagine being that guy, doing your job, just your day job? And he ended up almost going to prison over this shit. Like, it went to court and everything. They tried to basically say that, like, his business was handling this, and his business was handling drug money, and they were, like, money laundering and all this. I can't say the name of the company that he worked for, but if you guys can imagine the big armored trucks that pull up at like gas stations and stuff and handle like coming in and taking the money out of the safe and like doing the big cash drop transactions, it's those guys. 
again, can't say the name, can't drop too many hints, I don't want to get in trouble, but I think that it is fucking ridiculous. Like, okay, I understand, I understand, cannabis is, weed is weed, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous to me that it's held up on the same level as, like, meth, heroin, cocaine, you know, hard, hard, hard drugs. But yet, here in the city that I live in, in particular, fentanyl has become a real problem. Like, fentanyl, I've, I've been on, like, random social media, just scrolling through, and I had a dude walk up to me randomly one day, and he's like, hey, yo, he's like, I, I know, I know who you are, I know who you are, I'm like, who the fuck do you think I am, bro? And he goes, oh, I recognize your, I recognize your face from YouTube. He's like, you do this, the, the, the podcast, the stoner thoughts thing. He's like, I seen you sitting on YouTube and chilling, which by the way, if you guys want to see videos of me smoking and telling stories and having a great time, and you'd be able to see the old bathroom closet studio, which is kind of funny that that's where like this thing really started to take off. You can go check it out on the YouTube channel, but it just blew my mind that this guy recognized me. And the first thing he asked me is, he goes, he goes, he's like, hey, you fuck with blues, you fuck with fatty, you fuck with fentanyl, you mess with all that shit. I'm like, nah, dude, no, 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 no. I've said it before and I'll say it again on here on the podcast. I only smoke weed. That is the only thing that I, I, I use. That is the only thing that I enjoy. That is the only thing that I partake in. That is the only thing that I use on a regular basis it is weed, caffeine, and nicotine. Those three things those three things are my, my big three vices. I don't drink. I don't fuck with hard drugs. I don't even like taking prescription drugs like painkillers when I'm prescribed them. Because one, I don't like risking getting addicted to painkillers. And two, I don't like the way that painkillers make me feel. It, it, it's not a fun feeling to me. But still, like the whole point of this podcast is that story, that dude just doing his job and nearly facing a prison sentence for apparent money laundering and being caught in possession of like money from a controlled substance. Like he was just handling a transaction. He was just doing his job. But here's the thing, how come, how come if weed is legal in the state and state law is supposed to trump federal law every time, they taught us this in seventh grade American history. Most of you in here, You've known this information since the age of 11, 12, 13, at least in high school, you learn this in government. If they still have a government class, like government and economics is what I took. It was split in that down the year. The first half of the year, you were in econ. The second half of the year, you were in government or vice versa. But if state law trumps federal law, then how come cannabis is not? Is, is still being shamed as like a scary business or you're doing drugs or you're doing this or you're doing that or money laundering or still people still end up facing like jail time for cannabis usage when in reality it's a plant i mean cocaine comes from a plant too but it's a fucking plant if i go and buy a big ass pot and get some seeds and some soil and i want to plant some you know like, like sprout the plants in a cup and then transplant them into a bigger pot, like get a couple plants going and growing in my house, inside, indoors, where no one else can see it. Why does it fucking matter? Hell, why does it matter if it's outside growing on my porch? Especially if it's a male plant, it doesn't, you know, produce anything that you can really smoke. 
It is a plant. Same thing with the agave plant when it comes to tequila. In California, I believe that's still a, a law. Like in California, like can you grow tequila agave in California? I'm pretty sure it's still illegal. A drought-tolerant plant agave holds great potential water stress California. California farm owners have taken their cue from Mexico's experts and started planting their own drought-resistant agave. Okay, so farmers and stuff are growing are growing it. Like agave grows like crazy out here. I live in a desert. Like it grows like a weed. There is literally a giant agave plant outside. I'll post something on like the, the Instagram or the Twitter later and show you guys how tall this plant is. But think about it like this. All these things come from plants. All these things are natural. All these things are put here. Yes, to make tequila, you have to distill it. You have to, you know, make make it to get weed. You have to grow it, trim it, take care of it, dry it, make sure it's passing quality check, present, prevent it from getting like spider mites or anything like that. But at the end of the day, it's a plant that exists. Like it, there's certain parts of the world where you can find cannabis plants just growing in the wild. So let's let's look that up too. Cannabis grows wild where? All over the world, from cold weather mountainsides of the Himalayas to, to the humid climates of Mexico and Jamaica, cannabis can survive in a variety of environments, although better in some than others. It grows naturally in states such as Oklahoma, Missouri, Nebraska, Iowa, and Minnesota. I, I, I did not know that it grows in the wild in the Himalayas and it's nearly impossible to curb its illegal cultivation. Okay. Well, there you go. If it grows natively all over the world, I believe it grows in Hawaii too. Like, like it grows like crazy in Hawaii. But what's the point of trying to make something illegal that one is like crazy widespread? And two, it's a plant. Yes, it has effects if you're sitting there and you're drying it and you're smoking it or you're making it into oils or tinctures or hashish or edibles or anything like that. Yes, it does have those effects, but you know what? I will proudly sit here and say that when I was younger and I was diagnosed with, um, they told me I had ADHD, I could focus in class. The truth was I got bored in school when I was a little kid, because I, this is not an overstatement. I, I, I have like a really high IQ. I'm very smart. I absorb knowledge like crazy. Like I can sit down and read like a book, like a paperback novel. I can read like a 200, po 200 page book in like a couple hours. My reading speed is just insane. Like that's not me bragging, that's just facts. So when I was in school, and I would get bored and want to do other things or like be making stuff or doodling at my desk or playing with a little like clicky thing that I found. Like, oh, I'd tap my pencil a lot. I would, you know, take my eraser and I would draw little things on it. I would build little things out of like paper clips. They told me that I had ADHD and that I had this, that I had this, and they tried to put me on meds. Those meds that I took for a little while, and when I got older, when I started taking like 
the prescription prescription anti-anxiety meds and anti-this meds anti-that meds it made me feel like a fucking zombie i hated it and then when i got older and started smoking weed all of a sudden all those symptoms all those things would go away which is why like i will not quit smoking weed i don't care if it's for a job i don't care unless i'm getting paid like bank in which case sure whatever but my decision is my decision it's my body i choose what i put into it just like there are people who will sit there and get home from work at night and drink a six pack of beer that's your choice. That's what you want to do. I don't drink personally, but, you know, can I sit there and hang out with a buddy of mine while I smoke and he drinks? Yeah, I'd, I'd be down to do something like that. I don't care that he's drinking. That's his choice. But the problem comes when people want to regulate every single little thing. The entire world. That, that's why I think that some laws are just stupid. That's why I think that some things just don't need to be handled by government. That a lot of things can be handled by common sense and there there should be some sort of law i remember discussing this with my government teacher who was a complete anarchist by the way should not have been teaching government he was hilarious who brought up the whole point he goes laws exist yes but you are a person you are a conscious being if you want to go walk down the street stark naked in the middle of the summertime wearing nothing but sandals Nobody can stop you. But because we live in a society that has certain expectations and certain regulations, you can go to jail for indecent public exposure. Just like if you're sitting in Kneels, if you're sitting in class and let's say you want to smoke a cigarette right now and everybody was like, uh-huh. He goes, who's going to tell you not to? He goes, I can tell you to put it out. Do you have to? No, just walk outside. I don't give a shit. I don't care. To the point that one time, just to prove a point, he came to school. He had his pack of cigarettes. This old dude was old school. He smoked camel non-filters, man. It was scary. Walks outside onto the little patio outside the classroom. We were on a second floor. Lights a cigarette and tells the class, he goes, any of you going to tell me I can't smoke right here? And everybody was like, uh, well, no, no, no. Nobody's going to say anything. And one student was like, well, you shouldn't be smoking at the school. It's a non-smoking zone. He goes, again, laws and regulations. He goes, I happen to know there's no cameras right here that can see right in front of my door. Because he had the corner unit, so he'd lean up against the door outside of his classroom and smoke cigarettes during the lunch breaks or between classes or whatever. And he would always, you know, put them out, throw them in his little, like, he had a little, like, one of those old school ashtrays at the top that would flip. You would, like tap it on there and the lid would flip and you'd put the button inside of it and he had one on his desk should he have been smoking at a high school full of impressionable teenagers probably not did he ever give me cigarettes yes he did because this teacher had a very very open mindset when it came to like you can abide by the rules that everyone else sets for you or you can defy convention and make your own rules and that's kind of like that's a good mindset I feel to have because there's so many laws and regulations that just don't need to exist. It's just like this. Take all the warning labels off of everything. Take all the warning labels off of everything unless it like, you know, prescribes to like infants or children because infants are children. 
you know, you need to know sometimes. But for example, alcohol. Really, really strong, high-proof alcohol. You shouldn't have to put a warning label on the bottle that says may cause intoxication. It's fucking alcohol. You shouldn't have to put labels on things that say, like, on a bottle of pills that say, oh, by the way, don't take the whole fucking thing. You know, like, most people know common sense would say, like, if you're going to take aspirin, if you have a really bad headache, take two. Wait a little bit. Wait an hour or two. And if it's still there, take one more. Dose it at a time, you know, like, or, or if you have a really, really, really bad headache, go get some, like, Tylenol PM. Take that. It'll help you take a nap. You'll wake up. You'll feel better. Drink some water. Eat an apple. Have a cup of coffee. Because caffeine, most painkillers, like, like, watch. We, for example, we got the computer set up right here now, so this is all good. Does, no, if I spelled does wrong somehow, speaking of high IQ, does caffeine help headaches? Consuming caffeine, which narrows blood vessels, can ease or even reserve, reverse some headache pain. Ironically, a sudden daily lack of caffeine can cause headaches. Most painkillers, a lot of the painkillers that you take, have caffeine in them. And that's one of the big things that, like, like trips me up, because... If you go and grab, like, a bottle of, like, Tylenol or I think Advil, any any painkiller right now, it'll have some form of caffeine in it. Because caffeine does help with headaches. It has, you know, painkillers in it, too. But, like, back on the Google, we'll see what painkillers have caffeine Caffeine is added to some painkillers such as paracetamol and ibuprofen to help them work better. Excedrin extra strength, excedrin migraine, and excedrin tension headache contain caffeine. Is there a Tylenol with caffeine? Tylenol Ultra Relief. Is there codeine in Tylenol? Uh, what? Combination of medications <laughs> prevent mild to moderate pain such as headaches and muscle pain. Coding works in the brain to change your body in response to pain. Okay. So, yes, Tylenol PM has caffeine in it as well, but it also has a sleep aid in it. I don't know. It's not a big amount. It's not like you take a fucking Tylenol and all of a sudden you have the energy of a god. But caffeine is probably the most addictive drug because I can't go a day without having a cup of coffee. I can go a day or two without smoking. Like, I can go a while without smoking weed. I can go, you know, a few days without cigarettes before I get super irritable and pissed off, which is terrible, and I'm still working on quitting. But, as you hear me continuously slurping my coffee, if I don't have caffeine, I'm an asshole. I'm tired all day, I'm pissed off, I don't want to deal with anybody, like I get cranky. I'm going to go make myself another cup of coffee after this podcast, I'm done recording because I still have more in the pot. But anyways guys, that's all I got for today. So I'll talk to you in the next episode.